Welcome to She Needs Grit. I'm your host, Samantha Varner, profit coach and founder of She Collective. I now run a successful coaching practice, and I'm here to share all that I've learned through my 14 plus years of experience in financial services, public relations, and profit coaching, so you can apply it to building or renovating your business. Profitable businesses are created with just four ingredients, grit, confidence, strategy, and simplicity. This podcast is a combination of conversations with gritty entrepreneurial women and no fluff ways to create profit in your business starting today. If you're ready, grab your caffeine and let's get started. Hey, hey, it's Samantha Varner, and I am here to have a conversation with you today all about confidence in your business. I know that this is one of what I consider to be the four ingredients necessary for being a profit maker as an entrepreneur. And I also know that it is the number one thing that clients come to me and say, I'm just not quite sure. I don't know if I am confident enough. I don't know how to build my confidence. I don't know whether or not I come across as confident when I'm trying to find clients or on sales calls. And all of those things are super critical. And I think the thing that you might be surprised to hear is that confidence, in my opinion, is something that actually comes long before there's proof. I think we have it wrong. I think we look for, I am confident when I walk in a room. I'm confident because I have 10 clients. I'm confident because I've made $60,000 in my business this year. All of those things are actually not the reasons you're confident. We think it is. We think it's like we need a tangible proof that therefore we can be confident because we've accomplished something. And I want to really clear up this thought in your head today so that you can start to realize that confidence comes first. So those of you that are in your business and you're at the beginning and you don't have any of those pieces of proof yet, that's where confidence starts. Confidence starts in I think this is probably pretty universal, but when entrepreneurs decide to go on their own, they decide to take that plunge and not go back to that nine to five job. In that moment, you are so confident. You are so sure that looking at the nine to five job that you have, that you can do better. Now, it might not be the same business, but a lot of times it is. A lot of times we're sitting in a job and thinking, I can do this better than my boss can. I have a better comprehension of what this looks like. My skills are being wasted in this role, and I could definitely set up a business that would be structured better. Somehow, there's something that happens for entrepreneurs. You leave that business, and you are full of hope and dreams and confidence and belief in yourself, and you open up the doors to your business. Now, for a lot of us, that is you open up your laptop at home on your kitchen table, and you start deciding on things like a name and a logo and all that sort of thing. And then you realize you need clients in order to be a business. And somehow right in that moment, that transition period between I left my job because I'm a badass and I can do this better than they can and flipping open your laptop on your kitchen table, it's as if we lose the ability to believe in ourselves. Clients come to me and have felt like they lose their skill. And that's not true. It was Friday when you quit your job, and now it's, say, the next Friday. You gave yourself a week off. It's the next Friday, and you're starting your own business, doing the thing that you've been doing in your job for however many years you've been doing it. You haven't 
lost your knowledge or your skills or your expertise. And somehow, because it's just you now standing there talking to a client or a potential client and saying, hey, this is what I do and this is how I'm an expert and I can help you with your problem. There is some sort of thing that makes it harder to say that when they would be your first client. There's hesitation there. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Do you remember feeling that way where you were so capable just mere moments ago in a job where you had somehow the backing and the company behind you was a major factor in whether or not you were capable of doing your job to your shop is open and all of a sudden you start questioning whether or not you're capable. I don't know why that happens. Human nature, I would imagine, because it's certainly a universal statement that I get from my clients. And one of the first things that we have to work on is deep-seated belief in the fact that you are a badass and you are 100% capable of doing the job that you set out to do. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to have had 50 clients to be able to service the first client you have. You just need to know what the next thing is that you're supposed to do. That's it. I know it feels harder than that. And I know that we get all up in our head about, there's no evidence I can do this yet. There's no evidence that I can land a client. There's no evidence that I can be successful for a client. There's no evidence that the results are actually going to be generated now that I'm on my own. What if I screw it up? What if I mess it up? I know that these are thoughts that you have as entrepreneurs. And I also know that those thoughts cause us to be absolutely incapable of moving forward. So today we're going to talk about some of the ways that you can build your confidence up long before you have clients, long before you have as many clients as you want, because maybe you have a couple, but you know that you want to have a full roster of 30 clients and you're not quite there yet. Let's talk about what is the big gap that's in your way between where you are right now and where you want to be. The first thing that I encourage people to do to build the confidence up is really sit down with yourself and write out a list of all the things that you are exceptional at, the skills, the talents, the things that you have achieved already. It can be in your personal life. It can be in your business life. But I want you to think through all of the times where you created something from nothing, where you sold somebody something, where you convinced someone that you were exceptional at something. And I'm talking like go back, go way back to those memories you have as a kid, to those memories you have as a young woman, to those conversations where you convinced your husband to buy that thing and it took a lot of effort and you had to really think about how you were going to talk him into it. Okay. All of that is selling. All of that is when you were in your most confident and you were in your most confident because you were a hundred percent sure of the thing that you were going after. So write a list, make it exhaustive, write and write and write about all those times. And then what I want you to do is I want you to review that list if you are shaky in your confidence. So go back through and look at that list. One of the things that I keep on my list of confident moves is a long time ago, I feel like I'm telling you a fairy tale, but a long time ago, I was an out of work public relations student I desperately wanted a job, was struggling to find a job in all honesty. I had been on a lot of interviews and obviously had not done well. So I went to the Public Relations Institute Christmas party. 
and I volunteered to be the person at the front door. So greeting all of the people as they came into the party. I made a point of talking to each and every one. And then everybody put their business card in for a draw. We did the draw at the end of the night. And then I asked the organizer if I could have the business cards. I essentially created a Rolodex in a night. Okay, I might be 100 years old. I used a Rolodex. It is what it is. But what I did is two things that make me feel super proud of that. The first is being bold enough to show up at an event where I was so green and so junior and forced myself to talk to all of those people that I felt like were 10 steps ahead of me. It was not comfortable. I was very nervous. I did it anyway. Then coming up with the idea to take all of those business cards home, that was really ballsy, guys. It was something where I just said it, didn't really think too much about it at the time, took those business cards home. And then the third thing that I did that built confidence in myself and that I look back on with such pride is the fact that I reached out to every single person in that business card bowl, every single one of them. And I said, I was so glad to meet you the other night at the Christmas party. I would love an opportunity to talk to you about what is happening in the industry and how I might be able to get a job. I am looking for a job and I would love whatever connections or advice you could give me or if you know of any openings. And I called every single business card and I got a job from it. It wasn't an amazing job, but it certainly was my first job in public relations. And it showed that I was willing to go through really uncomfortable things in order to make my big dreams happen. So if you make that list and you have stories behind it and you think, ah, yeah, that is so critical. I need that in this moment. I'm not sure. It's the first client consult call I have. I'm going to my first networking meeting. I am doing something scary. Keep that list, put it in your phone, keep it so it's handy and you can revise and add things to it as you go, but you can review it. You can boost up your own confidence before you have proof in your business that you should be confident. Please put that into practice and let me know if that works. I always am excited to hear from you guys via email. If that's something that has worked or if you have a really amazing story about how you were confident long before you had a reason to be, I would love to hear it. So the second section, I think, in how to both build your confidence and continue to have your confidence grow as you are an entrepreneur is through other women. So I am currently reading a book and I will link it in the show notes, but it is called Huddle. It speaks all about the power of women in a group in terms of supporting each other and engaging in a way that we take energy and passion from each other and build on all of our success. And I think that the best way, if you are struggling with your confidence in your business, is to build yourself a huddle. Create a group of women around you that are inspiring, that are building something of their own that are a little bit ahead of you, a little bit behind you, but they are driving their dreams forward and they are willing to be your cheerleaders. They are willing to get behind you and talk you up and pump you up and boost your confidence on those days where things go all to hell in a handbasket because it doesn't matter what stage of entrepreneurship you're in. The beginning part of growing a business is really, really difficult And that confidence piece, the longer you can maintain your confidence and continue to build it back up on the days where things just don't seem to be going well, 
it will have a radical impact on your success and the speed at which you have success in your business. And the best way I know how to do that is to engage with a group of women that have your back. So if you're not exactly sure how to do that, if you haven't built that group of women around you, or if you look at the group of women around you and you feel like they're not necessarily the cheer squad that boosts up my confidence. We all know as women out there in the world that there are women that spend time pulling people down and being discouraging or just being kind of negative mindset people. Being surrounded by that will absolutely impact your business. And I recommend to you so strongly to find instead a group of women that is willing to just get behind you and absolutely have you believe that you're enough, that you are doing the right thing, that you are growing, that you are capable of all that you set out to do. And so set yourself up something that doesn't have to be super structured. It doesn't have to be a particular way, but what it has to do for you is create the feeling of, I'm going to call it badassery. Okay. I want you to have women in your life that boost you up and make you feel like you are absolutely able to go out, seize the world, land that client, grow that business and create that dream. If you don't have that in an actual group of women around you, or you just maybe a lot of your friends are not entrepreneurs, and this can become hard as entrepreneurs, okay? Because if your group is a nine to five kind of group, it is going to become very difficult to have those conversations around growing your business and what do you do next and how do you know when to hire this person or are you ready to expand? Those sorts of conversations need to happen as an entrepreneur because otherwise you're just living in a silo. So you need to find women that are doing that around you. Early on in my entrepreneurial journey, a lot of the women that I was surrounded with, I was a stay-at-home mom at the beginning and I had four little kids. So I had a lot of women that were actually moms, right? We were stay-at-home moms. We were at playgroups. We were at parks. We were at that sort of thing. And there did come a point where I had to start seeking out women that had similar trajectories as I did. And they were willing to talk shop with me. The people that I knew that were at home with their kids didn't necessarily want to talk shop with me, or certainly not as much as I wanted to, because it was my newest obsession and that wasn't something they were into. And so one of the ways I actually really found my people in that area was through podcasts. And lo and behold, here we are, and now I'm recording my own podcast. I found women in podcasting that spoke to me. So yeah, I'm not having a direct conversation with them, but the podcast episode would speak to me. It would encourage me. It would drive me forward. It would make me think of things. It would expose me to different ideas and ways of considering my business that I hadn't thought of by myself. And it was a great opportunity to start to get access to ideas that were beyond the realm of what my brain had come up with at that point in my business and push me forward. So don't fret if you think there's nobody really around that I have that is that kind of person or that is super motivated to grow their own business. It's okay. I hope for you that this podcast becomes one of those people, right? I hope that my voice in your ears helps you move your business forward. That's absolutely my goal and my mission. And I am always really open to a dialogue. I am open to a conversation 
where you are building your business and you want to have some engagement from me on a topic we talked about on the podcast, reach out. I'm here. Absolutely. And I have a huge network now that I am happy to include women in and to help women grow and to share my network with you guys as an audience and build those huddles. So look for them where you are, expand your horizons of where you're looking, dive deeply into podcasts as a place to have somebody who's speaking the language you want to learn in your ears at all time. You can fold the laundry, you can take the dog for a walk, you can do your workout while having business ideas and growth and confidence stuff playing in your ears and just washing over your brain. It makes a huge difference. So hopefully between writing your list of all of the places and the times that you've been amazing, that you have reason to believe deeply that you are a confident person, keep that list handy, keep that list close and review it as you need because entrepreneurial journeys are hard, guys. And it's, I think, supposed to be hard. I don't think there's anybody out there that's doing this that thinks, oh, this is blissful all the time. No, we are all struggling some days to get things to work the way we want to, to have it grow the way that we want to, to just learn the next stage of where we're going. And the more you can build up your confidence and keep it at a level where you can kind of control that, the better off you are. So support yourself with people around you that are growing their business the same way. Support yourself with all of that list of how you are damn amazing and have every reason to be confident in this moment and add to that list as those successes grow because your next stage of business self will love to look back and see, I did it then, I can do it again. Thanks again for joining me, Samantha Varner, in this episode of She Needs Grit. Let's talk shop again soon. If you like this episode, hit follow, share with a friend, and leave me a five-star review in your podcast app. Every review means other gritty women just like you find the show and grow their profitable business today. I invite you to connect with me on Instagram at Samantha N. Varner, or just pop over to my site at shecollective.biz, and that's dot is with a Z or a Z if you happen to be in Canada. I'll be back next week with more so you can create confidence, clients, and cash in your business with simple strategy and none of the drama.